What up, what up, what up? And welcome to episode 163 of the greatest combat sports and culture show in the universe. We're talking about the Fight Podcast. I am your host, the underground king, Serge Vicente. And today, we're getting into some boxing. All things boxing all the time. As always, on my boxing episodes, I bring our amazing boxing analysts into the play. We have Brandon Camille joining me on today's show and so much more, man. So really quick before we jump into it on today's menu, we're going to go ahead and jump into all of the boxing news of the week. We're going to go ahead and recap the madness of that Logan Paul KSI fight. We're going to talk about Tyson Fury versus Stipe Miocic. Is this a real thing? Can this actually happen? We're also going to get into some future fights. Deontay Wilder. Uh, Luis Ortiz, and so much more. Remember, man, each and every week, the Fight Podcast is brought to you by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meals and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 10% off of your first three months. Also, check them out everywhere um, at Sage East Chicago. Check them out on social media at Sage East Chicago. And um, remember, if you are not in Chicago, it's cool. Sage Eats got you. What they have is fitness mentoring as well as nutrition consultations. So check out Sage Eats no matter where you are. They have something for you. Also, while we're at it, remember... Let your friends, let everybody know to listen to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the universe, the Fight Podcast, hosted by the underground king, Serge Vicente, and they can listen to it everywhere podcasts are available. That's Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher. Check them out everywhere. Also, like I've talked about before, I'm loving the communication. I'm loving the banner back and forth on our social media at the fight podcast everywhere you check me out at serge vicente and remember check us out on the website thefightpodcast.com all right all right you know what we have a juicy ass episode today we're gonna go ahead and jump into i hope your week has been going phenomenal um you know this is our friday episode so happy weekend to you i hope you guys kick it we got a couple fights coming up not as much boxing but we got everything else, man. So we're going to have a lot of fun with it. So without further ado, enjoy my conversation with Brandon B-Cam Camille. Messed up for some reason, but oh, there you go. I see you now. I can't see you. Okay, well, it's all good. My bad. I don't know why it's not working. <laughs> no worries. I can look at myself for a little bit. It's all to the good, man. But how's everything going with you this week? Everything is everything, man. No complaints. Uh, you know, I'm over here watching Thursday night football and uh, really kind of getting ready for this lull, which is rare these days in boxing because we do have so many we've stars. We've been spoiled, man. We've been spoiled, man. Like we've been saying over and over again, these last 45 days have been like no other. Yeah, but I mean, we, we have a few weeks off and then we get Deontay Wilder, Lewis Ortiz. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yes. Uh, the, the fights this weekend were 
they were what they were. We never expected KSI. Well, look, well, look we'll, we'll get it. We'll get into that in, in, okay. in, a, in a little bit. Um, man, you you were just talking about uh, about the NFL over there. You watching? You know, I don't watch, but man, what you think about Cap getting this young tryout? I'm not sure. So, uh, allegedly, I mean, the man wakes up at 5 a.m. every day and still does train. But I look at a guy like Melvin Gordon, who held out for a few games this season. And when he came back, he looked like trash. And it's just now that he's starting to get back to Melvin Gordon form because Melvin Gordon actually is one of the best running backs in the NFL. But he came back and he just wasn't moving at football speed. So it's not like Colin Kaepernick is going to be thrown into into a game. And I'm not sure exactly what type of workout they're going to put him through. But I'm, for one, concerned how good he's going to look, because if he looks trash, I think that's a big L for all of us who have been rooting for him all this time. And it gives all the NFL owners to say, hey, see, this is why we we never uh, this is why we never extended him an offer. This is why we didn't bring him on, because he's not good. However, if he does look look good and nobody signs him, that just reaffirms what we already thought. And if he gets an NFL contract in some way, shape or form, then I think that's a win for all of us. And I've spoken to some people who don't feel like that, but I'm I'm excited. You know, I'm, I'm excited. I do think there are some eerie things about it. And you don't know if it's for real or if it's a publicity stunt. You know, did Hove make this happen? But all in all, you know, I'm happy it's happening. I'm happy Cap is getting somewhat of an opportunity, whether it's real or not. And hopefully we can get him back in the NFL, because I think that's been the goal all this time. And that's his passion. He wants to play football. So whether the NFL is the, you know, a, a terrible organization or not, the man wants to play football. So I think he should be able to do that if he's good enough. Okay. Okay. That's a good one, man. Well, how about this? I got, I got a better question. You're a New York guy. What you think about Carmelo Anthony getting signed by the Portland Trailblazers? Yeah, that came, comes out of left field. I don't see where he fits in on that team. Um, I, I really don't. And it'll be interesting to see how he meshes um, with the players already there. I'm happy Carmelo got signed. I've always been a Carmelo fan uh, hey, since D- he was. Dame was pushing for his team to sign him in the offseason. Hey, man. And I'm a big Dame fan as well. So if Dame sees something, then maybe Carmelo does have something to offer. I just don't. The last thing I want to see is Carmelo go there and be a cancer because I just don't think he needs that because throughout Carmelo's career, he has been a great player. I believe he will get into the Hall of Fame one day. I mean, I just want to see him back on the floor for at least, you know, a farewell tour like everyone else got. Because Carmelo just disappearing like he did was kind of confusing. I, I thought he was, Look, man, you know, could at least fan, be a 15, a 20 game Mello. guy. Absolutely, man. I'm a fan of Melo. I've always been a fan of Melo. So uh, I, I'm glad that he got this opportunity. I think he's going to, hey, look, they're not playing that great. So he can't do anything but help at this point in time. Um, hey, man, no, I'm he happy can, for He him. can make things worse. No, I mean, I, I think I think he's look. I, I think he's done enough. He's been through enough. I, I'm positive he's going to go out there and you know be a positive asset to that team. We can only hope, man. I'm telling you, man. Well, look, talking about hoping, wishing, and praying. Um, there were a lot of hoping, wishing, and praying with a lot of these wild ass punches that were thrown this past weekend. Um, I think a lot of people hoped, wish, and prayed that there were it was going to be a better showing. Um, but all in all, look, man, Logan Paul, KSI, 
uh, brought in about 12,000 people was at the gate. It definitely wasn't a sellout crowd, but hey man, they filled up the bottom bowl out there at the Staples Center. Um, realistically, the, the headlining fight was probably the most entertaining fight of the night. Uh, but all in all, man, I, what did you feel about the event? Um, and what did you think about the fight in general with KSI um, and Logan Paul? Do you feel like it made a mockery? Because the one thing I, I heard a lot of is people saying that this was good for boxing. Do you feel that way? I don't know if it was good for boxing. However, I don't feel like it was a mockery. It's not like we were, you know, looking at Logan Paul and KSI to be Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao. We were looking at their two YouTube stars and they fought like two YouTube stars who have been training boxing for a few months. And that's fine because that's all it ever was. You know, we couldn't, they were going to do that regardless. They could have put on that event themselves. It just happened to be DAZN who picked it up. I think the only, the real people who benefited were the boxers that fought on the undercards. And they had to swallow pride to fight on the undercard of YouTube stars who are not real boxers. But they did, and I'm sure they picked up a quick few fans uh, in the making. The broadcast overall, you know, it, it's whatever. You know, it's okay. I'm not going to say it was great. I'm not going to say it was bad because it's it's Logan Paul and KSI. There's only so much that they can do. And it didn't help that some of the fights surrounding that just all all of them pretty much were underwhelming, including um, <sighs> White Chocolate, the kid. Uh, oh, man. Kabibi, whatever uh, his name is. Yeah. Nick, Nicky, uh, whatever. Nikita Kabibi, some, right. something like that. We'll, we'll get it right next week. Right. But – <laughs> But hey, even, that dude is good. He, he is. He is good. He's a nice young prospect. I've been following him for the last few fights, but even his fight ended in such an underwhelming Yo, fashion. Really quick, and, man. Look, I hate to interject, but man, can we talk about that really quick? For those who haven't seen this, man, um, this prospect, this uh, white chocolate, man, big kid, um, super talented. He, uh, some crazy amount of times a New York Golden Glove champion. Dude is is a, a legit prospect in the sport. He goes out here and fights this dude with a super saucy record of like 20 and 15 or something nuts. And this guy goes out here and first of all acted like what he got hit to the to the nuts or something and fell down and then he started swinging on buddy after the bell it was the weirdest thing i've seen him in forever really i thought it was a quick stoppage no like dude. I, the ref it, he he swung after the bell and the ref waved off immediately he yeah. could have deducted a point or two but he just went straight to waving it off as I, I, ref- I thought so too yeah okay as the, I agree. as the referee you already see that white chocolate was in there putting putting in work. So I would have taken away a point or two and just let let white chocolate finish him off. Like I mean, if, if you're the ref, you see what's happening. You know um, that the other guy was not going to come back with much, no matter what round it was. It was probably going to end in the second round anyway. So the guy swung after the bell. Obviously, that's wrong. And yes, the fight should have been stopped. But as the referee, he could have let it keep on going and could have let um, Buddy get what was coming to him. Because, I mean, we all nuts. know how that fight would have ended. Absolutely. And it would have ended probably in the next round. And I think we all know that. But, man, it, that was nuts. And I think the entire night was kind of nuts in the way that the judging and everything went. Jack Reese, um, if you guys listen to episode 162 of the, 161 of the Fight Podcast, I, I gave Jack Reese the loser of the week. 
of the weekend. And the reason the ref gets loser of the weekend for me is because, yo, first and foremost, we understand. Okay, I'm going to give Logan Paul and KSI props, right? Um, for two guys, like you said, they're YouTube guys. They've only been training for about a year to perform and punch each other in the face under 12, you know, Staples Center, 12,000 people. That's a, it's a big deal. And for them to perform, and they, they did a relatively good job for somebody who that's their first fight. So I'm not mad at that. Much respect to both of those dudes for that, right? But knowing the situation, knowing who they are, Jack Reese, it seemed like he was very dismissive of the situation the entire time. Telling dudes to relax. He was talking to these dudes. He, the way he was talking to them, I know he wouldn't talk to Canelo that way. Or somebody else who, let's say, he respects in the game. If they're there, look, man, let's just give these dudes their due. Um, they There's a glitch in the Matrix. They figured it out. Good for them. Maybe YouTube should have its own promotion and have, like, celebrity fights. But since they found that glitch, man, let's give them the respect they, they deserve. Because in terms of the fight itself, two points getting taken away. Come on, man. Right from the jump, that was whack. Yeah. I mean, that, that wasn't necessarily the best decision, and he didn't show them the same re- respect that he would have shown a Canelo. But at the same time, he's used to being in there with Canelo. So the same way we all feel about, uh, and, and we're not referees, so we get to be biased. He does not. Um, but, I mean, we're all like, hey, these, these two used to stars fighting. I'm shocked we even given them time on our podcast. You know, and maybe we're dismissing him. Jack Reese doesn't doesn't get to do that, but I, he's used to being in there with guys like that. He's used to being in there with guys like Wilder are you getting and Tyson a Perry. Me? No. Is he getting a check? Yeah. Then it's a job, and you should treat it as such. You know what I'm I, saying? And and that's I agree. the thing. And and so being somebody who is somebody who I do respect in the game, I think Jack Reese is a legit ass ref. I do. I think he's one of the best in the game. But I think that was trash, the way he kind of threw that whole situation. Because at the end of the day, does it really matter? There are two YouTube guys who gives a fuck who wins or who loses. Uh, But it it did make a difference in the fight. If we're talking about the fight. Yeah, and I don't want to spend too much time on the fight. I mean, it was what it was. But, I mean, yeah, Jack Jack Reese was probably out of line for that. But, I mean, all in all, we're not going to remember this. And Jack Reese will come out and have plenty of great performances as as a referee. You know, we're talking about the same guy that didn't uh, count out Tyson Fury or didn't call the fight for Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder when Tyson Fury got knocked down in the 12th round, which turned out to be an awesome decision. And here we are looking forward to Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, too. So overall, Jack Reese, a solid ref. You know, he might have had a little bit of a bad moment. I'm sure we all do. But you know, he'll be back. Nice. <laughs> Just like we say about fighters, he'll be back. Right, right. Um, in terms of that card, um, Billy Joe Saunders ended up picking up a win in 11th round uh, KO of his opponent. And um, we'll say Devin Haney had a pretty dominant performance. But I'll say this, neither one of those guys' performance really blew my hair back. And to be honest with you, I also, even though they both won, I also gave them losers of the weekend. And the reason I gave both of them losers of the weekend because they had a platform and an opportunity to shine. And they essentially were having, look, for Devin Haney, if he went out here and starched this dude, 
he could have actually impossibly been fast-tracked to eventually a fight with somebody like Lomachenko, a bigger name, more money. But, but honestly, he wasn't that impressive. He looked good. He had his flashes of brilliance. But if we look at, and I know it's an unfair comparison, but if we're looking at a Floyd Mayweather at that time and a Devin Haney, who a lot of people compare him to, and that's who he compares himself to and wants to be similar to like, ah, he, he's not being as dominant as he needs to be at this point in time with the competition that he has. And Billy Joe Saunders, I'm going to be honest with you, he's looked as his last, like, three times out. That's Billy Joe Saunders' sort of fighting style. He's not an exciting fighter, and I think that's why it's taken so long for him to become a star in boxing when he does have some of the wins to uh, back him. Now, I'm... He, he didn't look good, but do you think he was trying to bait Canelo at all? Because he's one of the top names being thrown around for a, a matchup with Canelo. And everybody knows Canelo is the new Mayweather. You get a match with Canelo, you get paid. I mean, look, is it a possibility? Yes. Um, do I believe? I? But I'm be honest with you. that he, I don't see him doing that. I see him, he's kind of a wild man. He's kind of, I think he tries to do his own thing. I don't know how hard he's training. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Billy Joe's an interesting dude, man. So, ever since he, ever since he knocks off Lemieux, things have just been downhill from there. Yeah, Um, I haven't been impressed. I just haven't been. And now, okay, let's talk about the uh, Canelo situation, right? Well, he does. Okay, I was like, he does have an opportunity. I think he is a name because Canelo did not win the legitimate belt at super middleweight, the belt that Billy Joe Saunders currently has. That's a great opportunity and a great next fight for Canelo Alvarez coming back down and actually claiming that belt outright and again furthering his legacy. So I see that actually happening in the near future. So maybe he's baiting him, but. I don't know, man. I just don't think he's looking good. In terms of Billy Joe? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he and didn't at this, look gr- And at this point in time, if they do fight, if that's the fight next, Billy Joe doesn't get past eight. It depends. You know, if he's known for his movement, and I don't think he moved as well uh, on that last fight. I don't either, but, yeah. But, I mean, he's known for his movement, and it, if he... I feel like he tried to fight a more exciting fight, thinking that if he gets a knockout, potentially he could lure Canelo. What happened was he looked terrible and he still might lure Canelo. So it still kind of worked out for him. But I do think in a matchup with Canelo, we'll see the movement that we're used to with Billy Joe Saunders. Either way, I mean, I I don't I don't want to see that matchup for Canelo because I just don't think it's that exciting of a fight. I don't want to see Billy Joe Saunders do that all fight because he's just it's just not as exciting. It'll be exciting because it's a Canelo fight and Canelo brings the whole idea of an event with him. But Billy Joe Saunders simply isn't that exciting of a fighter in, in recent history. He doesn't have any notable wins. Um, the, you know, the guy he knocked out, I mean, is where is he ranked? So, OK, well, OK, we don't nobody know those people anyway. So what do you think about Devin Haney? I think Devin, Devin Haney's young. And even when Mayweather, old, even when Mayweather was making those performances, and I mean, I think he may be... Let's see. So Devin Haney, yes, he's still 20. He turns uh, he turns 21 in a few days, November 17th. Okay. However, you know, he's still pretty young. At the time that Floyd Mayweather was starching dudes that you referenced, Floyd was a few years older. And Devin Haney, Absolutely. while he, he has plenty of time to lure in these guys for a title, that's the way he fights. You know, we've gotten lucky these past couple of fights where we've got some exciting knockouts. But... 
for the large in part, I mean, that's what a lot of Devin Haney fights are going to look like, especially against that type of competition. Um, he is the title holder, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. The WBC for the WBC. Yep. Because uh, Lomachenko has some kind of mythical title now. Yes, he, he has the Canelo title. Yeah. Which the franchise champion, which is which is fine, whatever. Um, but I mean, he's going to get big fights because he's a belt holder. People yeah, are gonna which is to awesome. Fight. He's, he's yeah. going to get his mandatory. So I don't think it hurts Devin Haney at, at all, especially because Devin Haney is so active. Do you What's that, see his third him fighting fight this year? I think it's his third. Do you see him fighting Ryan Garcia next year? He seems to think yes. Ryan Garcia has said yes. Do you think that Oscar De La Hoya is about that life? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I would be shocked if that fight gets made because we know that we know Devin Haney is going to beat Ryan Garcia. He and if anything else happens, then Ryan Garcia, then we would be absolutely shocked. But I mean, I just don't think it's any reason for Oscar to put uh, a Ryan Garcia out there like that. Right now, it seems like the fight they're looking for is with the Lenares. I think that's a great step up fight for him. And we're going to find out a lot because even though Lenares was knocked out in the first round in his last fight, he's still Jorge Linares. That's still Jorge Linares, man. That's a bad still, dude. He's, he's a bad dude. He's a veteran in there. He's going to do things that Ryan Garcia hasn't seen before. And he's going to be able to not match the speed, but overcome some of the speed elements that a guy like Duno wasn't able to. Absolutely. So that's a fight that I'm really looking forward to. Fuck all this Devin Haney shit, because I think that's a, a dream matchup for right now. Jorge Linares and Ryan Garcia is a fight that I want to see now. Absolutely. No, that would be great. And that would be a great step up in competition for Ryan Gar- uh, Garcia. It's a name. It'll be somebody who can really push him. And um, and at the and again, that would give him, I think, especially in the eyes of legitimate boxing heads, it'll give him a little bit of legitimacy. He wouldn't just be this poster boy. You know what I'm saying? Everyone will be like, oh, okay, okay, you got some skills. So I, I would love to see that. Yeah, he he got to sh- he he has to take a fight like that because he really has to shed that pretty boy aura. Like absolutely, and and, and Lenatis is a tough, gritty, gritty type of dude. So he'll better get that off on. Speaking of tough, gritty, and reckless dudes, your boy, the lineal heavyweight Why, why it always got to be my the, boy? It is your boy, man, the lineal heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury is in the news. Tyson Fury's out there, man. Um, we know he just did one of those fake, you know, WWE's pro SummerSlam kind of things um, where he beat the big guy with the beard. And then, uh, and now... Ron Strowman. There we go. And now... WWE fake expert here. All right, there, I appreciate you. I do, man. Um, so we got Braun Strowman. Uh, he beat him. And now he is calling out guys in the UFC. He's calling out Stipe Miocic. Um, Stipe, in an interview this past week, said that he's interested in you know new challenges. Saw Tyson Fury out there training with Darren Till, the new middleweight in the UFC. And uh, and he said he would love to have a, a fight him in a boxing match. And, and your boy, Tyson Fury, said he'd love to do that after he fights Deontay Wilder. What do you think about that actually happening? I think that's all cap. Like... The idea, if Deontay Wilder knocks out Tyson Fury, and that's you know just Very as likely as Tyson, just as likely as Tyson Fury winning a decision, I don't think, and or you know getting a knockout himself. But if he gets knocked out by Deontay Wilder, I don't see what would make him even think about going in, uh, getting in a UFC ring. But 
Tyson Fury is openly speaking about the end of his career at this point. A move that I, I thought was pretty pretty surprising. I thought he had a lot of tread left uh, on the tires, but you know he's speaking a couple more years, and that might be it, which is kind of fine. I mean that's that's his prerogative, but the UFC, if he's talking about the end of his boxing career. What the fuck would make anyone think he wants to get kicked in the head? <laughs> I mean, look, man, granted, he's 6'9". Maybe he thinks nobody could reach all the way up there. Um, look, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. This is always fun to talk about. No, it is not. No, no, no. It, <laughs> I it, hate it, it. It's, it's fun to, like, debate what would happen if they, you know, the big champion here will fight here. The only way I would like any of these events to happen is if one goes over there, the champion has to come on the other side and fight him. So if, for instance, Stipe fought in a boxing fight, uh, the other one would have to come back and do fight an MMA fight. So that's the only thing I think would be fair. But um, look, is it going to happen? Absolutely not. This is not going to happen. Um, Dana White had enough of that when he had the Conor McGregor, uh, Floyd Mayweather fiasco. So and he essentially lost one of his biggest stars with that. Conor McGregor after has that never was come never come back. Exactly. So he got that cash. Exactly. So the juice isn't worth the squeeze in terms of, um, uh, well, at least for the U- the UFC. Um, so no, that doesn't happen. And in terms of can dude compete? I mean, look, if he cracks you with those four ounce gloves, yeah, it'd be a bad day for any. Anybody, let's be honest. Um, but uh, if he fights anybody who has any type of kickboxing or any type of legitimate wrestling, uh, it'll, it'll be a bad day for him. Yeah, I definitely I'm, I'm not going to say if it happened as much as I hate to give this type of stuff time, you know, me and you'd be the first ones there watching it. Oh, dude, However, I'll, be, I'll be engaged, and, bro. And, 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 you know, Tyson Fury is a, a boxer. He has a high boxing IQ. So I don't doubt that maybe a guy like Stipe, who if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, he's large in part a stand up fighter. Uh, Stipe is a, he, he's a uh, Cleveland Golden Glove champ, multiple time Golden Glove champion. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, so he, he has legit boxing credentials. Well, well, when I say st- stand up, I mean like stand like he wants to be on his feet. He doesn't want to go to the ground much, um, um, unless he has a guy like Tyson. Fury. No, no, no. He's uh, he's also um, an NCAA uh, Division One wrestler. Okay. Um, I mean, it, you know, uh, it, dude's it, a, a beast of an athlete. It, let's just put it like that. Yeah. <laughs> on on their feet, obviously wrestling is is whatever. I mean, in Stipe, MMA, it would, there's no question. Stipe washes Buddy in in uh, about 35 seconds. In a um, kickboxing match, I do I, I do think they're that's a little bit more interesting. Because when you talk about boxers uh, and the things that they can do in terms of striking, I mean, regardless if you can kick or not. The only reason I don't agree with that is because in history, throughout history, and there, I mean, there's legitimate kickboxing champions that go to boxing and wash boxers. I've never seen it go the other way around. Because boxers get paid. I'm, I'm talking about the. All right. I mean, it's, it's it's not a lot of other ways to go. If you're going to make money in boxing, you're no, not going to boxing for MMA. I, I, I understand. And I mean, bo- boxers get paid. Ridiculously I, amount. I mean, we, here, we, the fact that Logan Paul and KSI got $900,000 a piece. Yeah, I felt broke. Duh. I felt, re- I felt real broke when I heard that. Yo, for two dudes who've never, I have more fights than these two. That hurt my heart, bro. 
I was oh. like, oh, but you know what? I, look, again, they found a glitch in the matrix. I can't be mad at that. Way to go. Go out there, get your money. And they nutted up in front of a huge crowd, man. Great, con- Congrats to them, man. But look, um, there are some legitimate fights coming up. <laughs> I was gonna, financially, there's no way DAZN made their money back on that event. They paid almost two mil for the main event. Cut like I think, BJ, uh, Billy Joe Saunders got about seven fifty a mil for Devin Haney. In addition to you know all the other scrubs they put out there, like there's no way they made that money back. They put on the event. Yo, they get to say it was on the zone. That's a lot of cash. They, they must print money. I don't know how they get anything across. I'm gonna be honest with you. The for instance. Um, the production was trash this past week. Super trash. They tried to have Radio Raheem and um, and Ryan Garcia doing the commentary, and it was just god-awful. Ryan Garcia is not good at talking. He isn't. He is not good at talking at all. Yeah, but, but I know they were trying some different things because of the type of event it was. Ugh, Another it was failed terrible. experiment on the behalf of DAZN. Two big events straight. I, I just say, hey, just just let let's just let's stick to the status quo. Let's let's stop holding fights off for the USC. Let's stop putting you know random guys on the broadcast desk. Let's get back to the basics. Zone. All right, put well, on look. great fights to put on uh, the, the guys that we know. Give us some Brian Kenny. I mean, pe- people Brian Kenny, Chris Mannix, those those guys. Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, Sergio Mora, give us those guys. Don't stop. Stop with all this experimenting. I don't need it right now. No, nah, I feel you, man. Um, so, well, look, we got some legit fights coming up. We got Jermel Charlo and um, and uh, Tony Harrison coming up, and we also have obviously the Wilder Ortiz fight. Two big fights. Uh, both fights title implications. Um, obviously, we're both way more excited for the heavyweight bout, but. Um, in terms of the heavyweight bout, a couple weeks away, excitement level right now, and as of right now, what's your pick? As of right now, my pick is going to stay Wilder. I don't think that changes at all, unless there's some type of injury or some crazy thing that comes out of his camp. I mean, I'm definitely sticking with Wilder by knockout for this one, um, but I'm super excited. Ortiz is a very, very, very live dog. Um, no one else, none of the other top heavyweights have taking the opportunity to fight Ortiz. Um, and, you know, that was a name that was tossed around for that Joshua opportunity. Andy Ruiz ended up getting it. But we haven't seen Ortiz in the ring with anybody else. And here Deontay Wilder is fighting the quote-unquote boogeyman twice. I think that shows a lot about who Deontay Wilder is. And, I mean, I, I think it'll be... I'm I'm interested to see how competitive it will be. Deontay Wilder allegedly had a lot going on between injuries and illness going into that first fight. Here he is coming into the second fight, fully healthy, a good training camp, a much improved fighter himself. I you know, I I think he, he gets him out of there and earlier than he did the first time, but I wouldn't be surprised if you know something happens and it goes the other way. I don't see this fight going to the scorecards. I think I it's gonna be a knockout either way. And Ortiz winning would not be the most shocking thing in the world because he's a really good fighter. Two words. Bermain Stavern. That's what's going to happen in this fight. He is going to starch Luis Ortiz in this fight. I think Deontay Wilder actually, unlike a lot of people, I believe he actually does have a fight, a pretty high fight IQ. I think he dictates pace, and I think that if he has, not, if he's been in there with you, he adapts. And um, 
I see how he is adapted in between fights. I feel like when he has an opportunity to study you and come back, um, his confidence is going to be different. I see him completely... His weight. His weight, yeah, that's another thing, too. I think he's going to be a little stronger. Um, look, man, I, I, th- I, I think Wilder's going to knock his fucking head off. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely, man. Um, but I'm excited, man. I'm watching all the, the, the lead-up to it. It's pretty dope. Um, all right, Charlo Tony Harrison. How do you see that going? Has your pick changed at all? I'm going to no, I'm gonna. I saw the fight once. I'm going to stay with J- Jamel Charlo. Um, I, I like does him. Does he get a stoppage? I, I'm going to go ahead and say yes, he does. I mean, he actually, I'm going to say no because he's, as always, he's super angry, uh, super wound up, and I think until he can go into these fights with a little bit more of a level head, he gets caught up headhunting, going for going for that knockout, leaping in uh, with with the two jabs, and then following up with a right. It, I mean, it's. I, I, when he fights like that, if, if he can sit back and think a little bit, then I think he may get the stoppage. But when he goes in there so hot-headed like that, I think it actually hurts him, and it works against him getting that stoppage. So right. I would love to see him get the stoppage. I think he's more than capable of it. Will he get it? I actually I don't know. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm going with a stoppage. I, I think he is going to be a little bit more calculated. Um, I think he's playing emotional. I think he's playing the emotional aspect of it up. Um and I see him going out there and getting, you know, getting rid of this dude. I think he believes he should have won last time, like the majority of the world does. And um, I see him going out here and getting a pretty decisive stoppage. So um, I'm excited for that fight. I'm excited for Jamal Charlo's fight coming up really soon. And I'm definitely excited for this heavyweight bout, man. Um, heavyweight boxing is back. Again, we have a little, little low, but once we get back going, December is going to be pretty fire. Yeah, definitely. I, I cannot wait uh, for both of these fights. And I know you, you texted me about the presser uh, for Tony Harrison and Jamel Charlo a bit earlier. I, I, I watched the presser and, you know, at parts I was just like, why are they? They're, they're doing the most right now. But overall, it, it was good entertainment. Um, clearly, the guys do not like like each other. And, you know, they need to hash it out in the ring. And they will. December 23rd. And I'm excited for it. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Well, me too will be. I think that's about all we got today, man. Um, anything else you want to touch on before we get up out of here? Oh, yo, uh, let's, let's let's give us some some love to Inuway, man. Oh man, Naya anyway, when we we recorded last, we were typically record on Thursdays, and last week was no different. So the fight had come on at 5 a.m. It hadn't yet come out that the man had broken his orbital bone in the second round and then broke his nose a little bit later on in the fight and still was able to go on and and win that fight That's by decision. Nuts. And it, it's for guys that size, balls of steel. Shout out to him. It makes that win that much more impressive. And um definitely excited to see what the kid has in store for his future. But you know, finally out the information we didn't have that on last week's podcast so i definitely wanted to shout out shout him out real quick man dude Woo, i can't imagine and then getting cracked at the, on top of it that's trash Woo. we've seen we've seen a, a few fights stop due to or, orbital bone i mean most notably kel brook absolutely um, against triple g and then again uh they the fight got stopped oh. against uh errol spence so i mean we know how painful an injury like that can be a broken nose come on now um so i mean oh, he, yeah broken eyesight can really fuck up your day Eye socking and nose. Yeah, man, that's nuts. Well, kudos him for winning that fight. All kinds of banged up. And also really dope that he allowed uh, Donito Donaire to take the trophy home because his, he Donito Donaire promised his son he would take it to his house, uh, the trophy afterwards. And 
Inoue found out about that so he can keep his promise to his son. He let him take it over there so his son could, could see the trophy. And uh, he told him, you know, I'm a man of my word. I lost the fight, but here's the trophy. We got to send it back. So that was kind of a little cool thing. Fuck, fuck that. Shouldn't have made that promise, bro. Man, bro. Right? Hey, <laughs> hey, Shouldn't it, have made that promise, bro. I, hey, that's that legit ass like Asian respect there, man. That I think it's pretty fucking dope. That's some martial artist shit. Yeah, uh, that's the martial artist shit. And, you know, I, I think their culture is known to have a lot of respect. Overall, it's dope. My opinion opinion is that Donaire should not have made that promise. I don't know what made him uh, do that. You know, fighters come in confident. I get it. But hey, he thought he was going to win. Yeah, I mean, and what happens? You got to come home, and look your son in the face. Damn. Your own son. You got to look know. him in the eyes and say, hey, son. daddy lost. I didn't do it. <laughs> I took this L. <laughs> What happened, yeah, Daddy? But, he hit me hard as shit to the body, son. Yeah, but I mean, all in all, definitely an, an, just another uh, dope piece of uh, Inouye's story. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, dope. All right, bro. Well, look, as always, man, it's always a pleasure to have you on the Fight Podcast, the greatest combat sports and culture show in the universe. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, I was uh, I was about to go on my new intro today. I, I just spent so much time working on it. You ain't even giving me no time. But you know what? <laughs> no, we're going to hold that till next week, you know. All we're going right. to hold that. Yo, week. yeah, definitely, man. Yo, you get a little bit more time to practice it, man. Yeah, I, I got I to gotta practice a few times in the mirror, put on my people's eyebrow. You know how I go. <laughs> All right, man. And, yo, next time we're going to talk wrestling. I didn't know you were a wrestling fan. So we got to ask you. No, nah, I didn't know you was a legit wrestling fan. I, like, I thought you was bullshitting. I mean, I'm I'm legit enough. I, I'm not watching like Raw and SmackDown every week, but I know what happened on Raw and SmackDown every week. Right, um, well, we're gonna talk about it then. Yeah, I saw saw CM Punk come back to you know the WWE this week. I don't know if he's gonna be fighting no or if he's gonna be commentating, but you know, happy to see him not fighting MMA anymore. Yo, I saw CM Punk a couple days ago riding a Vespa coming out of uh, McDonald's. Really? Yep. That's super cool. Yeah, oh, he lives down a block from me. Oh, shout out to him. Yeah, man. Right in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, he, he needs to be in wrestling. Oh, yeah. yeah. He only get hit for real. Agreed. <laughs> All right, brother. We'll, get, we'll catch up next time, man. Serge, we'll talk soon. All Thank right, you brother. for having me. Yes, sir. All right, deuces. Brah. There we go. There we go. That was my conversation this week on our boxing episode with our boy our boxing analyst brandon b camp camille you can check brandon out everywhere on social media at b cam 13 and you can check him out on his so his twitter at b cam thanks all right so man Fun episode. Again, like I said, a lot of things coming up, a lot of fights um, in the future. We have had the greatest 45-day stretch that I could ever remember in boxing. The last event was the weakest of all of them, but December, we have a fire December coming up. We got Charlo, we got Deontay Wilder, and so much more, man. So we will be touching on those fights when we get a little closer to them. And uh, I hope you guys have a great weekend. I know we're getting ready for Thanksgiving. Um, Usually, as we all know, I put out a Monday episode. We'll be coming to you guys on Tuesday. This upcoming week instead of Monday, I unfortunately will be out of town um, for, you know, some family events, man. We had a little funeral we have to go to, unfortunately. Um, But uh, all in all, everything is good. The fam is good. 
and uh, we're keeping the party moving. So absolutely, we'll be back to you guys on Tuesday, not on Monday, but we'll be here to break down all the fight action of the week. Um, Remember, let your friends, let everybody know to listen to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the universe, the Fight Podcast, and check us out everywhere podcasts are available iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out on our website, thefightpodcast.com. And also check us out everywhere, social media pages. That's at The Fight Podcast. And follow me, your boy, the underground king, at Serge Vicente. Um, as always, man, we're brought to you guys by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meals and fitness mentoring. Check out Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code fight for 10 percent off your first three months hey this has been episode 163 boxing news all day all the time love you guys we will see you next time right here on the fight podcast deuces deuces